It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. And a pleasant good morning to you on this Thursday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. We have Chris Boulay in studio. Your calls and conversation. The email's up and running. And we're ready to communicate with you till 9 a.m. this morning. Anna Marie Tackley Tenacious at 9.05. So a very happy good morning to you. Let's bring Chris Boulay in and say good morning to him. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, Roger. I knew I was going to do it. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Roger overseas. Good morning to the audience. I really let myself go. (laughs) No, Uh, you you look like you're 25. Right, right. Uh, I just want to uh, thank you again for coming in. There's double duty this week, Tuesday and Thursday. I appreciate your your help always with the Upfront program. And we appreciate your calls and conversation as well, 7690600. If you want to join in on the program, that's the number to use. And remember the Upfront email if you're unable to call and you want to sneak in a communication upfront at wnri.com Chris always has some interesting topics to discuss on his appointments here on the Upfront program and so we'll say good morning Chris and uh, where are we starting off this morning? Well I guess we'll let the audience decide if they're interesting or not right? Yeah right (laughs) Now we always try to talk about politics, we talk about uh, the economy, and sometimes those two things interject and uh, intercede. And the latest news, which may not be the most um, important, but it's very timely, Federal Reserve, our reserve bank since 1913, which helps set short-term interest rates. And people may not realize that long-term interest rates are set by the market. So it's the expectation of, of inflation, the expectation of what's going to happen. But the Federal Reserve has strong control over short-term interest rates. And really for the last three or four years, they've been basically zero. So the target rate of the Federal Reserve lending to banks has been zero to 25 basis points. So zero to a quarter of a percent. And they raised that rate to more like 0.25 to 0.5 percent. And I've said people may feel differently, love to hear from them. But I think the um, Federal Reserve and Jerome Powell have done a tremendous job letting everyone know what's going on. And one of the advantages of getting older is I can go back and try to put things and frame them in the way I think and the way the market thought. And in 1993-94, I was not in the brokerage business. I was in the financial area of Textron Financial. And the Federal Reserve raised interest rates, I believe it was 13 times in 16 months. And nobody knew what the hell was going on. Um, they were fighting inflation. It ended up working well because uh, asset cri- uh, prices did really well in the 90s on real estate and the stock market. But it was devastating. And it really wiped out our real estate division back then because people couldn't make their mortgage payments. I remember our CEO coming back on a private jet almost having a heart attack because he was realizing he was visiting the group in Pittsburgh that this is not going to work. These guys are all going to default. And that's what happened. And we exited the real estate business. Now you, you go forward to 2022 and you got the Federal Reserve saying, this is exactly what we see. This is exactly what we think we're going to do. And if you're in the bond market, you're in fixed income and you make a big mistake, shame on you because the Federal Reserve has never been more open about what they're going to do. And 
the horse has already left the bond regarding inflation. If they were to really try to shut down inflation, they have to raise interest rates, in my opinion, you know, sevenfold, and they're not going to do that. We talked about it Tuesday. We talked about it Thursday. It would really hurt asset prices. But what they're doing right now, they're saying they might see uh, rates increase for three more years. They might see six more rate increases ahead. That could change depending on the economy. But they've never been more transparent. And I think that's just a real good thing for everybody. And it's all about planning ahead to make it through the crisis instead of getting that punch below the belt, so to speak. Well, right. Well, if you're, if you're, if I'm understanding, right. right. If you have a, say, uh, a mutual fund that you're using leverage. So I don't want to get too technical, but some of these mutual funds, uh, closed end funds, they can borrow money at the short in order to give you a higher yield. So, for example, if the typical fund is giving you a 3% yield, and the consumer and the, the investor is looking for more. You can actually borrow short term and you can do a, like a, a little enhancement and maybe it goes up to 5%. Well, if you're borrowing that money, and I don't want to get lost in the weeds, but if you're borrowing that money and you don't realize that the rates are going to go up dramatically, then you're going to get crushed. And that's what happened to a lot of funds. That's what happened to a lot of folks in the in the. Uh, you know, 1993-1994 area. But now with the Federal Reserve saying this is what we're going to do, there's no excuse for anyone to get caught with their pants down and not knowing what they're doing. And I just find that incredibly refreshing. As the financial stranglehold takes place, um, one thing I guess to be careful for is those mailings you're receiving at your home. I don't know if you're receiving what I am. But uh, in times of desperation, people will throw a ball up and see if somebody catches it. Uh, credit card uh, solicitations are coming in fast and furious. And I have no intention of filling one out, but I was reading through many of them. And I'm stunned to see some 65% annual interest on some of these uh, credit card things. Uh, extraordinarily high. Um, so uh, be, be leery, I guess, of those uh, mailings that are coming in. Uh, it seems like it should be criminal that type of uh, interest on a credit loan i haven't i haven't seen that the the banks live on on fees so and it's funny you you go into a bank and say you've got deposit and you write a check and you go to the teller and you say you know give me three hundred dollars for my account it doesn't cost anything but you go to the atm machine and they want three dollars and fifty cents or four dollars or even more the banks live on that. They probably get about 30 to $40 billion a year on fees. Wow. And they also love to live on um, these upfront fees that you, you people will pay on and credit cards. So you take a $10,000 advance, whatever it is, maybe they'll charge you 4 or 5%. They put that in their pocket right away as earned income. And then they hope that people don't realize that the rates go up later on or, or what have you. But yeah, that's what they're trying to do is feed that beast today with, with fees, whether it be um, overdraft fees, which some banks are dropping and people are kind of pushing back, or they're doing credit card fees, or the ATM uh, fees are just... Uh, a machine that just feeds that people would rather sit in the car, get their three or four hundred dollars and pay the three bucks than, sure. than actually, you know, go through and, 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 and go to the teller.
Not me. I'll go into the teller. You know why? I get to pick my own lollipop out of the cup. <laughs> uh, but 7690600, if you want to join the conversation this morning, it is the Upfront program. So it's the official opening of the phone lines here in the morning program. What we're going to do is at the 815, take a quick commercial break. We'll actually try to stay on schedule with the ads today. Uh, that is the biggest challenge. I get a ton of respect for Roger Bouchard. How he can keep the ads on schedule is amazing. We're getting there. By the time he gets back, we'll really be in the swing of it. Here's a message from Savini's. The go-to place for authentic Italian dining is Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar. Over 20 Italian dishes made to order from our menu or experience our Sicilian-style pizza. Build your own while you choose from your veggies, meats and cheeses, and of course our traditional family-style chicken dinner is offered every day. Savini's Pomodoro on Rathbun Street with affordable accommodations for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries and business meetings. Close Monday open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 4, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at noon. For reservations, call 762-5114. That's 762-5114. Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar, 476 Rathbun Street, Woonsocket. Inviting you to join us at our family-owned businesses, Savini's or Ciro's, perfect for any event. Soup and Salad Bar now available, and Papa Savini's famous roasted chicken and noodle soup, also available by the 32-ounce jar to take home at Savini's Pomodoro. Champs Liquors for Keyway, 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket, still featuring flip-flop wines. A California winery that has crafted a variety of wines that are fun, fruit-flavored, with amazing taste. Listen to what we have. Two bottles of flip-flop wine for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10, mix and match. And our newest wine edition comes from Italy. Check out the Stella Rosa collection. It's a semi-sweet wine offered in a variety of tastes including peach, blackberry, blueberry watermelon, and green apple to mention a few, and affordably priced at $11.99 or $12.99. Goes well with a wide range of appetizers, entrees, and desserts. And yes, we continue the best price in town on Bud or Bud Light, 30-pack, $26.47 plus tax. We're open daily, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. For a great selection of beer and wine and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors, 481 Clinton Street. The Honey Shop is fast becoming a household name. A food manufacturer, they make natural health products, honey products, and gourmet foods, such as infused olive oils, balsamic salsas, hot sauces, gluten-free soups, jams, apple cider vinegar products, pasta sauces, teas, sugar, barbecue sauces, natural nut and seed butters, and yes, more. If you love food, you're going to love The Honey Shop. Many of their products are available in-shop for sampling. Their signature product, of course, Breathe. It's an all-natural cold and allergy remedy. Made, of course, with honey. It was invented in 2013. In addition to the food and health products, they also host workshops, classes, events, and educational hikes. So if you're looking for a true shopping experience or are looking to add a little spice to your life, stop by for a bite. The Honey Shop at 1300 Park Avenue in Woonsocket, the same building that houses CALM Picture Framing Gallery. You'll find The Honey Shop right here in the city of Woonsocket. Listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. 
All right, back to the panel. Chris Boulay, part of the panel, and the name Jeff Gamash. Uh, it's like, do I have to keep saying my name now at this point in time? But I guess I do. Jeff Gamash in studio, filling in for Roger Bouchard. The third member of the panel is you, and you can participate by calling 7690600. There is one line open right now if you want to get in the queue. Meanwhile, Chris, to the phone lines, your first call on up front this morning. Good morning, Your Honor, Christopher J. Boulay. And aren't you guys doing a great job? We're trying. Well, that's one opinion. Okay. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to live off that compliment for months and months now. Chris is always acknowledging the Bush with the Hall of Fame co-host. Yes. And Jeff is always saying, I've been in this crazy business 29 years. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, 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 I inadvertently mentioned the Hall of Famer, and, but I'm sitting across from the future Hall of Famer. Well, we'll see. Okay, did you notice yesterday the nominations and the inductees for the 2022 class of Rhode Island Radio and Television Hall of Famers? Yeah, a lot of TV folks this year. A lot of TV folks, but a WNRI alumni. Was that? Did, you didn't catch that? Uh, I'm pulling it up again. I read it earlier. Who's the last? We got Frank Carpano. Uh, Channel 10 Sports, the great late Doug White. Uh, the other listings here is... Um, Truman Taylor, Kenny Bell. Uh, it's an all-star guy. Kenny Bell, Truman Taylor, Tony Petraka, uh, Joni Pfeiffer, and David Simpson. Joni Pfeiffer. She's uh, recognized on the listing as WMYS. And she's also an author and a member of the Association of Rhode Island Authors with me. A very, very good friend. And she was on WNRI from 1977 through 1980. Oh, no kidding. Thanks to a guy named Paul Perry. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, she reminded me of it. She said, you know, I sat in that seat. And that she started talking to me about it. I just, I had no idea. I just, you know, that predated me. But I says the guys down at the station would really like to know that. Yeah. Especially with our, our loyal listeners that have been with us since day one. Yeah, Joni Pfeiffer, uh, now of WMYS Radio. Um, yeah, that was her started latest. Started here at WNRI. Yeah, and WNRI from 1977 through 1980. And she's got the distinction of being one of the very first popular female radio people. I she know. was a groundbreaker. She we, was a groundbreaker. We do have two in, just to acknowledge Roger Bouchard, of course, the Radio Hall of Fame, and the late Roger LaLiberty, in member of the Hall of Fame as well for his 65-plus uh, years bringing French uh, culture to the radio. I always thought Arthur Cataract, and I still think Arthur Cataract should be put in posthumously. I do, too. I, uh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And another one, too, you've got to give him his dues. Dave Richard should be in there. I, I something tells me he he is. Um, I might be mistaken, but for some reason, I thought he may have gone in. Um, I have and to how look about that the up. guy that died this year, Dave? That was uh, on the uh, Autumn Fest steering committee for, uh, from the start. The guy that was at ON for years and years. Oh, Dave, Dave Russell. Russell. Yeah. Dave, oh yeah, there's another worthy name, Dave Russell, a long uh, so, career in radio. Yeah, legend in this area, an yeah. absolute legend. One of the great I, I voices. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Well, thanks yeah, for pointing that out. Absolutely. Thank you so much. 
Appreciate it. I wonder it. if our group that we have right now, you know, 20 years of we might be talking about that, too. Well, uh, Wayne, uh, you'll be on Sunday for Outdoor Scene. All three shows this and, week. And it's, I was just going to make mention, Lace Chatter is back Monday, 6.05. Yeah, with a whole new bunch of sponsors. Uh, they've really been content, contacting me well. All right, Wayne, we'll wish you a lot of luck. Thanks for that piece of information. We appreciate uh, pointing out to WNRI alumni. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Right. All right, bye-bye. I've actually gotten to know uh, Ken Bell in the last couple of years. A really, really nice guy. Always has a smile on his face and and uh, a well-deserving inductee as well. Yeah, it's it's. I've attended a few times, and I, it's like a kid in a candy shop when you're around <laughs> all these people. And uh, they when you talk to them off air and you, and you get them, especially in that moment they're so courteous to speak with um, Paul Giamacco is always one of my favorites to uh, to speak on and maybe someday Paul will be there as well back to the phone lines though if you want to join the conversation we have an open line 769-0600 remember the upfront email is always running upfront at WNRI.com but good morning caller you're on the air with Chris Boulay good morning first of all happy St. Patrick's Day happy, happy St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day. And uh, as I sit here, I think of the past, the, all the St. Patrick's Days gone by when all the great, you know, the aunts and uncles and grandparents were alive and the young children would be working on their plays to, to put forth that night. It uh, brings back fond memories. It really does. Now, here's something that doesn't bring back fond memories. Every time I hear the vice president speak, I get acid reflux. <laughs> Whatever comes out of her mouth half of the time is nonsense. It doesn't make sense. If I, I don't know if I was a news station, if I wouldn't put her on as much as she does. It's really making our country look bad. You know, it, 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 it's interesting because certainly she's the poster child for, for equity. Um, and she's certainly not qualified, right person at the right time. And you think about all of the great um, trailblazers that could have been, and the first one that comes to mind for me is Condoleezza Rice. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. yes, Absolutely. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's so many people, and uh, you know, she, t- she tends to be more conservative. I don't think she would have been a good match for, uh, um, for Biden, but Tulsi Gabbard. And from the Democratic side makes a lot of sense. And she's just overwhelmed. And you think about the fact, is this going to be a wake-up call for people? And they always use the example, do you want to have the most qualified pilot to take you from point A to point B? Or do you, do you want the most uh, diversified? And, and, and those, those are issues that we, we've got to address. And is this a wake-up call? And I think, you know, you've called in a lot and you make a lot of great points. And the issue becomes, as we spend an hour or two every week uh, you ask to hear the other side and, and nobody can make a case for what they're doing and have people had enough and you know we've got a situation where it had to be intentional I don't think that the vice president shooting off the, off the cuff by saying she's inviting Ukraine to join NATO right before um, Ukraine gets invaded by Russia and was she poking the bear she can't be so stupid to say that uh, off the cuff. And so what was the purpose of that? And uh, are our diplomats so bad and our administration so bad that we're looking to create war? It, it's, it is very embarrassing, for, to, to be sure. 
Uh, and I, I think a woman of intelligence, I'll give you two examples. We have a lot of biracialness in my family. Well, a niece applied to a college. They're having an open house. They invited her. When, um, and she lived in another state. When she got there, it was an open house for people that are a minority. Now, she's biracial, she's white, and another color, and she called her mother, and she went up to one of the, uh, quote, guides, and she said, no one told me that I was going to be treated differently. And she left. Mm-hmm. And, um... People of diversity were always raised the same, expected to do the same. And when this came up, and um, there were some certifications she needed, and I know one Rhode Island at one time wanted to lower the level of uh, test scores when you needed certain certifications for minorities. And my friends who were of a minority felt insulted because she said my you know my skin may be different but my brain isn't mm-hmm. and no. i'm insulted no, they think yeah. we can't make that score no, there, there's some there's some situations if you talk about academia where there's colleges who are having separate graduation ceremonies for people of different color. It's, it's just a bad precedent. It's going down a slippery slope that we don't want to see, and we'll, we'll see. You, you know, you as a caller making observations, Jeff and I, and most of the callers, we feel a certain way. And let's see what happens. Is is, is there a pushback? Now we've got a president. In office and I've always been hoping against hope you have a gut feeling as you live longer about things and for months and months the Biden policies were not hurting the stock market we're not hurting the economy now we've got a situation where we've got countries we've got Iran pushing our buttons we've got North Korea pushing our buttons we've got Russia you know invading these things have real possibilities and the last thing last time we've had such a failure was Jimmy Carter with, with Iran in, in uh, 1978-79 so hopefully Hopefully people will take a step back and say, we cannot have this. And if you want to stay with Democrats, look at somebody like a Tulsi Gabbard. And uh, we always appreciate your call. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You take too. Care. And the point that she made about media outlets shouldn't broadcast or should broadcast. I can, I've been programming the station now in my 29th year. And I never viewed my role as a sifter of content to the audience. Um, meaning my job was to be a conduit of the information to the audience. So just last week, um, I was in that very position. I was doing Daybreak Southern New England. The Vice President Kamala Harris came on next to the President of Poland and delivered a speech. I went, didn't even blink, went right to the speech and stayed with it through her entire uh, presentation. As I always reviewed, let the audience dis- decide the information, cipher the information. I just viewed my goal, regardless of whether it's Republican or Democrat, um, qualified, not qualified, they're in the position as the Vice President of the United States is speaking on a major point. It deserves to go to the audience. Um, I was surprised that Rhode Island did not make a bigger thing of Gina Raimondo speaking here this week. I was expecting to be able to see it on television 
and there was very little coverage. It was the fact that there was more coverage of her coming than coverage of her speech, her content, and you know I felt that should have been televised statewide here in Rhode Island. Yeah. And when, 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 I, when I think of Gina Raimondo, does it say more about the electorate of, of Rhode Island than it says about her? Because we, we we've known her for a long time. We you know she she was coming to WNRI when she was running for treasurer, and she's a Rhodes Scholar. She's incredibly intelligent. She has a very nice way of taking very complicated situations and making them very simple, and I, and, I, and I admire that about her. But then she just went crazy off the left. And so is that what is being called for in Rhode Island? And shame on us, because you get the government that you deserve. Her potential was so strong in terms of running uh, Rhode Island like a business and doing the right things and she's and I look at Helena folks same idea incredibly successful person and and the, the stuff that's coming out uh, from her platform is it, just ridiculous she's gonna hurt she'd hurt the state somebody who makes 20 million dollars a year incredibly successful CVS executive went over to um Hudson Bay did a great job there getting them uh, to go private and all of a sudden the idea is where are they coming from I think the uh, phone lines are packed right now, but it's 832. So call us if you, you just got on the line. If you stay with us, we're going to take a quick commercial break. One thing I agree with you, though, on Condoleezza Rice. Boy, that should have been the first woman president. Yeah. Enjoyable dining or your favorite pickup order to go from Grumpy's Restaurant in Bellingham. Open seven days a week with a great luncheon menu starting at just $5.99. And a little full menu from burgers to steaks to seafood and great Italian dishes including tasty pizzas. One of the best menus in the area. Hungry today or tonight? Well, come on in and enjoy friendly service, reasonable prices, and great food at Grumpy's. Call ahead for a pickup order or place a reservation to dine in at 508 508- 883-0101 Grumpy's 190 Pulaski Boulevard in Bellingham Grubhub delivery available And remember they always have amazing drink specials at Grumpy's but they also have great $10 dinner specials and they do change from day to day so when you do sit down and you're greeted by your courteous wait staff make sure you find out what the $10 dinner specials are they do change there's a variety of them hey it could be the Smoky Mountain Chicken tonight grilled marinated chicken breast brushed with barbecue sauce topped with Canadian bacon, melted Monterey Jack cheese, and diced tomatoes and scallions. Or maybe it could be fried clam strips. Tender, sweet fried clam strips. Also have their tartar sauce and lemon. Here's something Johnny loves. Fish tacos. Haddock fillets lightly breaded with deep fried until golden brown. Split into two flour tortillas topped with lettuce and tomatoes. Served with lemon wedges, tartar sauce, and hand-cut fries. Just some of the $10 dinner special it could be available for you tonight, but one thing we guarantee you, there are $10 dinner specials. So stop by Grumpy's Restaurant and see what's on the menu tonight. Matthew and Nell invite you to drop off your laundry at M&N Laundromat. We wash, dry, fold when you drop off for only a dollar a pound. Includes detergent, bleach softener, dryer sheets with clear plastic bags. Pickup and delivery is available too. We have all commercial front load machines, 20 pounds, 30, 40, 60 pounds, and 80 pound washers. And enjoy our 65 inch flat screen TV and free Wi-Fi while you're here. Commercial accounts are also welcomed, including nursing homes and restaurants. 
restaurants, we have the equipment to do the big jobs with washes up to 100 pounds and dryers up to 45 pounds. Have a question? Call us at 769-9661. The husband and wife team, Matthew and Nell, invite you to stop by our 389 Willow Street location. Matt is a Woonsocket native and proud to say M&N Laundromat is locally owned and operated. All right. Well, we are back on the Upfront program, and we're going to return to the phone lines. Chris Boulay in studio caller. So thanks for your time this morning. You're on the air with Chris. Hello. Oh, man. Hey, go down the wrong pipe. Put your arms up. Put your arms up. Okay. Well, First of all, I want to wish the Irishman I live with and everybody out there at the top of the morning. Well, wow, you're telling me the name Bill Grady is Irish? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get more Irish than that, do you? No. Well, I don't know. My take a step back and say this stuff is going on right now all over the world it's going on right now in africa where where we, we there's slaughtering going on you, you've got it you've got a european community that refused until trump got in to pay two percent of the gdp as they agreed to on nato so i think all of us don't want to see this and i think the step we take a step back is to, to should we be involved in every conflict and that's i don't you know, I'm just throwing that out for uh, discussion purposes. Should we be involved in everything? And one more quick thing. When uh, the Blessed Virgin appeared at Fatima, and one of the things I believe she said was, if there'll be a war within a war, and then a thousand years of peace, and then the end of the world. And that's what's going on, war within a war. And I hope I'm within that thousand years of peace before I go. And as far as the laughing hyena, Camilla, she's an embarrassment to us. Have a good day, everybody. Thank Thanks you. for the call. And happy St. Patrick's Day to the Grady's. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, the, the concept here, and of course the threat was early with uh, Vladimir Putin, Chris, that uh, any interference from the United States should be looked at as a declare, declaration of war, as opposed to some of the other issues we've dealt with in dictators we've taken out, Muammar Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein. This one's a little different because he can strike the United States, and it does require a whole new set of cautionary measures because this guy can reach the United States and would strike the United States. So. 
as Americans look at this, it's a, it's a, it's a dent if you do dent if you do don't spot as far as military interference because the reality is um, missiles could be landing on U.S. soil. They, they, they could. And we want to kind of take a step back because the media will amplify certain things. And it wasn't my, you know, Tucker Carlson brought this up um, last night or the night before. And, and I agree with him. You know, everybody on, on Facebook is got a Ukrainian flag. You know, you, now, now this is what you have to do. And those, so, those same people had uh, a meme there, you know, with their picture, you know, stay life, stay home. So it's really, a lot of it's media driven. You see it on TV, you're, you feel bad, you don't want to see that happen. Um, you know, people, same people put the French flag from a couple of years ago, they probably don't even realize what, the, you know, what they were supporting. So it, it, a lot of it's media driven. And, and I think you've said it, it's been said by the conservative media, take a step back. What are we looking to accomplish? So little has been done for for American interests. And now we've got Europe in a problem. And for years they've been skimming. We've been supporting the world uh, militarily. And they haven't been putting in their amount of money. And it's supposed to be 2% of the gross domestic product. It's in NATO. So here we are creating deficits for ourselves, putting billions of dollars and trillions of dollars in, into defense, and they're not carrying themselves. So I think it's an important point. Do we want to be the policemen of the world for all times? And what's the difference between the people in Africa who know better or worse than the people in Ukraine or people in Canada or people in the United States? Well, let's take a step back. And it certainly is infuriating, though, and, I, and we understand the movement of the common man. I don't care what country you're in. When you see a maternity ward uh, get bombed uh, during this war crisis, you, it's, it's, it's a painful, painful thing to watch no matter where you're from. And, you know, I'm not paying attention to it second by second, yeah. but I think it was appropriate for Biden to, to call Putin a war criminal because yeah. the stuff that they're doing. When we had wars with Iraq, we went through great pains to make sure that we were protecting innocent lives to the best of our ability. And Russia is indiscriminately bombing. There's no question about it. And had the European community been stronger, maybe this wouldn't have happened. I don't know. We're going to get back to the phone lines. Caller, we appreciate your time this morning. And you're on the air with Chris Boulay. Good morning, Chris Boulay. And good morning, Oh, good morning, Dr. Carroll. Good morning. And yes, uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. This is one of those times that the government crosses into church and state, you know, and, and I know that, that that's kind of something that's debated, but uh, you know they're all going to be tipping a little of the old St. Patrick juice <laughs> today. Uh, I'm going to stick, there's so many topics, uh, you know, it's like astounding, but I'm going to address, because when I heard uh, that little Gina Crazemundo, the queen of UHIP, uh, you know, who we thought left Rhode Island, keeps coming back. When I heard you mention the other day, Jeff, she was coming to speak to Brown. Talk about a propaganda moment uh, to indoctrinate more of those socialists up there on the Hill in Providence. And she was speaking about global concerns and and. Uh, one of the callers this week called up on John's show and talked about uh, the, the health organization wanting to have global health care. So always, you know, have this in your minds, listeners, that 
uh, it's this globalism, and it kind of brings in this whole Russia-Ukraine thing, too, in reality, that she's back here, and, and... did they announce how much she got paid for her speaking engagement? Did anybody see that? Oh, I don't think she can be paid as a Commerce Secretary. Um, no? I, I don't think so. I could be mistaken, but uh, I don't think so. I think your first uh, premise of indoctrination and supporting the Biden administration was probably spot on. Secondarily, I don't think she can get paid for that while she's serving as a Secretary of Commerce. I think they, yeah, the big paydays usually come after the yeah. office. You you write a book that nobody will, nobody will buy, but but you'll you'll get five million dollars from the yeah, her, from the publisher. Her night as the designated yeah, survivor, maybe, chapter one. Maybe there's, there's a donation to her favorite charity, perhaps that might be it. Uh, you know, and, and I, I always feel that even though you know she got promoted, uh, McKee, you know, slipped into the lucky seat. I guess. And uh, he's done a, a terrible job, just like she, queen of failures and stupid ideas. And um, I think she comes back just to slap him around once in a while, say, McKee, you're either doing or not doing what I wanted done. <laughs> because she's such a power-hungry wench, I'll call her, that I, I, I think that, you know, she's raised on all of this. But again, we, we, I, I'm, I'm not sure we had this discussion with you uh, online, but w- when you look at the other candidates for, for governor, oh, is there anyone you're going to support? I mean, by default, uh, McKee is, is the best candidate. Um, like I said, for- that's, that's sad, isn't it? Well, I, I think at this point he's disappointed me, but he's, he's better than Gina Raimondo, even though that bar is extremely low. He's done some stupid things with the, with the three thousand dollar bonuses, and you know we've talked to him on the air. He he doesn't want to do the things that are going to make Rhode Island. See, it, it, it takes bold leadership. One of the things that topics I was going to uh, discuss at some point, and I'll pivot to it, is many of these other states or states in general, in the United States, are using the COVID money to lower their taxes and get more aggressive for business. Yeah. All, all, all you've got to do, whoever it is, whether it's McKee, you get rid of the estate tax and you lower or eliminate the the um, the the the, the, the state tax, the sales tax, and there you go. Take and then Rhode Island is going to be so much better off than they are, but nobody's got the guts to do it. Well, I'm a registered Republican, and I think uh, uh, here in the Ocean State, I know I'm not going to get what I want in the governor's office 100%. So my motto from day one, and I announced this, I will likely, for the first time in my life, disaffiliate from the Republican Party for primary day. Why not the Northern Rhode Island guy? When I'm not yeah. going to get the guy I want, but he's the best shot for Northern Rhode Island to get the fair shake of what we deserve. We've already received more attention under Governor McKee than we have under any governorship. Uh, even the mayor illustrated that when she was in office uh, in the studio, excuse me. Uh, she stated, you know, the typical process if we needed something was to go through the chain of command, make a presentation and then eventually get a yay or nay from the state of Rhode Island where now Governor McKee's office is calling her saying is there anything we can do for mm-hmm. you? So yeah, well, they, I'm going to stick with my Northern Rhode Island guy. 
well, you know, other the, than the hope for a pipe dream and throw a vote away, yeah. <laughs> have always been friends, and Paulette Hamilton is part of his entourage too, and you know, so th that's a Northern Rhode Island thing. But part of my problem with him is, you know, when uh, Hillary was running for president, it was all a cronyism and uh, you know propaganda about, oh yeah, she'd speak like a, a certain, uh, you know, uh, group that she was speaking to, or it's pandering, and, and I re totally resent what he's doing. Why isn't he doing something for more of the actual residents and taxpayers, rather than loading the the pockets of judges and all of these people who have more money than God, and, and what about and illegals? You know, because he's embracing Gene as that, that's going to happen regardless of which Democrat gets in there. Yeah, and, and, well, and you know I, what? I'm, not even, I'm yeah. just saying. I wish we had someone that wasn't, a, a, you know, a, a governor who had to feel like he had that in mind as his main purpose, rather than how about. Us, the regular taxpayers. But, but you know, you know, you know what his political strategists would say: the middle class is, is getting destroyed. It, it used to be the majority of American citizens is getting fewer and fewer, and you've got the very, very poor and the very, very rich. Not to the That's extent it. of most, not to the extent of most countries, but it, it's going in that direction. So they would say, well, why are you, why are you going to support a group that's actually disappearing and leaving the state in droves? And I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being facetious, but, I'm, but. I'm I'm not. It's yeah. like the people who I are, so. are the, well, the people. No, the people who are who are, who are building the state and, and keep a lot of them are leaving. Like I see it all the time. I've got, I've yeah. lost, I've lost count. I've got over forty households that have left Rhode Island, Massachusetts, particularly Rhode Island, who now live in Florida or Texas or, or South Carolina in my, in my clientele. So well, here's they're, they're leaving. One that might consider it strongly because. Uh, Depending on who jumps into this governorship, uh, it, it's like adios muchachos. So I don't know. Yeah. It, it's just not good. And, and yes, uh, it's taking the worst of uh, the bunch of candidates to choose as our fearless leader. No, uh, yeah, yeah. no we, we get you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. Okay, Have a great yeah, one. Bye. Back to the phone lines, caller. We appreciate you being with us. You're on with Chris Boule. Thanks for your time this morning. Okay, this is um, quickly now. I've got a list. <laughs> Ramundo, here's my memory of Ramundo. June 2020, Black Lives Matter, communist organization. Don't go anywhere. Wear a mask. But Gina Ramundo comes running down the steps. That, I, I just want to remind people of that. Second issue, the border. We've got this overrun border since... Stupid Biden came in, and yet we're looking at the border of Poland with Ukrainian refugees. But they are, I'm sure, being vetted. We don't vet anybody, and now we even have a Republican who wants to give them all amnesty. I'm not forgetting that. I think this is a war of deception and deflection. I say the Republicans should take a vote. I know they can't win. But it's not always about winning. Sometimes it's about making a point. Take an impeachment vote now. As far as bombing a place with big signs that say children, I mean, I know that that was true. 
but in warfare, people do that all the time. Oh, don't bomb here. Where was Obama? Uh, not Obama. <laughs> Obama's in freaking Hawaii building another mansion. Where was uh, Osama bin Laden? He, w- he had f- women and children with him. They all do. They're all cowards. So just because you say there's children there. Now, let's look at... Um, the theater that was built, a friend of mine said, I didn't know where the hell they were, the House and the Senate together. They built a new theater. Did you know about that, you guys? No. No, I didn't either. You're, t- you're so talking like a, a movie theater, a play theater, a musical theater? Or? No, at the, at, in Washington. They built this. Well, that's where they listened to Zelensky. Oh, I'm sure that must have been around... Yeah, you think so? Well, I never knew about it, and neither did... Do you think they built it just for Zelensky in the past week? Oh, no, no, (laughs) no, that's not what I'm saying, but... uh, And as far as voting for governor, um, here's the deal. Sometimes, as Trump used to say, you don't always get what you want. Well, you know what? I would rather do a write-in vote for Jeff Gamash (laughs) than vote for a Democrat socialist. Okay, um, that's my uh, that's my lightning rod. I'm going to see if somebody else can get in, but I, I covered all the things I wanted to cover. Thank right. you so much. Thank Thanks you. for taking the time. Well, there you have it, Chris. Right. One vote in, uh, run one write-in vote on my way to the governorship. <laughs> hey, let's have a Gina Armando moment. Here's the reality: wear your damn mask, follow the rules, knock it off with the big parties. Oh, that was, uh, that, that cracked me up when she said that at the press you know, conference. You know, it, it was funny. I remember my Gina Raimondo moment was uh, was at the annual dinner at the Northern Island Chamber of Commerce, and, and she was the speaker. And it must have been 225 people. There might have been six people who applauded when she came to the stage. It was incredibly uncomfortable. Awkward. For, it was yeah. very, very awkward. And, and the, we didn't even like pay attention to what she was saying. It was just, you're looking around and everyone's hands are on their laps when the governor walks in. And I remember Kacheri uh, used to come every year to Northern Island Chamber of Commerce annual dinner. And good, bad, or indifferent, he was always received a, a very strong welcome. We are going to take a fast commercial break, two-minute break, to finish off our spots here on the Upfront program. We thank you for your participation this morning. we get some more calls. We'll get to you in a moment. Charming ambience in a cozy setting with scrumptious food and entertainment is a great way to describe Ciro's Tavern at 42 Cherry Street, Woonsocket. Stop by for lunch Wednesday through Sunday featuring new lunch specials added by Chef Fernando. Check out our soup served in a crock and deli sandwich combos for $10.99. Or our specialty combos like Philly cheese and sirloin steak sandwiches served with your choice of soup, salad, Caesar salad, fries, or seasonal vegetables. And at the bar, appetizers including house-mixed cocktails and sangria specials. They're all $6 every day till 5 p.m. I recommend the tequila margaritas. Come on in and enjoy your lunch at Ciro's. Wednesday through Sundays or come in and wind down after work at 42 Cherry Street, Woonsocket. Ciro's of Woonsocket. Let's be happy again and wine and dine at Ciro's. 
Mayor Kosher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick, 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kayer Kosher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember, having Kayer Kosher to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. Kayer Kosher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick, 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kayer Kosher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember, having Kayer Kosher to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. Well, we got about five minutes left of the program. Chris, back to the phone lines. Good morning. You're on the Upfront program with Chris Boulay. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Good, good morning. morning. I, I'd like to uh, make a point about the governor, if I might, for, for a brief moment. The current governor? Yes, okay. Governor McKee. Uh, it's interesting. I've heard him referred to as a dope, as an idiot, as a clown. All three of those are both you know, uh, nomenclatures and more on your station here by numerous callers over the last year or two. But I'd like to point out, <clears throat> I did this once, I think it was on John's show, but it was a while ago. <clears throat> Excuse my throat. If we didn't have Dan McKee, if Dan McKee had not jumped into the state political arena by becoming lieutenant governor, do you realize who we would have had for our governor today, you two guys? Oh, we have Remember to go back. Who there? else was on the ballot for lieutenant governor? It was uh, yeah. Regenberg. Yeah, Aaron Regenberg, yes, yep. definitely. I, and and I, I did take the time. I'm in my car now, so I really can't do it. At the time I made this original observation, I did look up the vote total. It was when, close. When the, it was like 1,600 or 600. It was very, very close. Yep. So with you got to give a little bit of credit, and I don't agree with all of his policies. Believe me, I'm not. So, can you talk, you're a Cumberland resident, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So you, did, you, did you vote for him a few times for, for a mayor? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a whole different ballgame, obviously, but uh, and, I, and I don't agree with a lot of the things he's doing. But my word, a dope, an idiot, a clown. You want to have a dope, an idiot, and a clown, he's probably not a dope. You would have had Aaron Ruddenberg. And guess who Aaron Ruddenberg's, one of his best friends is? They're at all the rallies together. Yeah, we, we, yes, we know. Alex Kithis. Yes. No, if you, if you compare um, the current governor to Regenberg, is like comparing, it's like Ronald Reagan. So, yes, um, I think we've, we agree that we don't agree. I, I, I think uh, Dan's disappointed me, but he's better than anyone else there. That There's no question about it. I, 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 I begrudgingly tend to agree with that. And I'm glad he got in there because if Gina left, she was going to leave no matter who was going to replace her. She, she wanted to go. So we would have had Ruggenberg as the governor. And you, you would have had Kithis as, as a big appointment in the administration. Yeah, I, re- so I, kind of- yeah, I remember, to, uh, to amplify your point, I remember yeah. we had Regenberg call in uh, a couple of years ago. And um, yeah. we were talking about having guns arming the um, security on campus, college campuses. And I said, right. what do you think about that? He goes, I think we should ask the kids what they want. And I'm like, uh, yeah, there you go. that's all I need to know I about that ask guy. I the kids what they want for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember that, that, that question, you know, the, the a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, 
I want to be brief. So that was my point. Thanks, Thanks Rod. You made a great point. point. Thank you. Uh, we're going to try to squeeze in this last call. You're on with Chris Bouley. you got about two minutes with Chris. Good morning. I'll be really brief. Morning, what Joe. I have to say is quick. Um, that all that's going to happen in Ukraine is dependent upon one person, and that's Vladimir Putin. So he needs to be removed with prejudice in the old Soviet style from office. Because until he's removed from the equation, I don't think there's going to be a peaceful solution. Thank you very much. You all have a good day. Thank you. That's a, that, that's a great point because um, Putin is, is in a corner. If he backs down, then he's going to have issues at home. If he continues at this pace, he's going to have con- issues at home. How, how it, he gets out of this, I, I think I think uh, Chuck makes a great point. Well, Chris, I appreciate you uh, getting us through another day here on the Upfront program. You'll be joining us next week. And uh, tomorrow is John Brian Day for the Upfront program. On Monday, I'll be filling in for Dick Bouchard. Bob Dubois from Blackstone is going to be the guest. I don't know if you've ever met Bob. Absolutely, I have. Very Wonderful nice guy. guy. Uh, he is uh, retiring, calling it a career in politics and uh, always an outspoken intellectual. So we look forward to speaking with him on Monday. That's what we have as the uh, next upcoming days of the Upfront program. Chris, a happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And uh, coming up in just about five minutes, it's Anna Marie and uh, Dave Belial. The program tactfully tenacious and uh, definitely is a reflective program especially during the Lenten season. Again, thank you to the callers for uh, taking part in the program today. A top of the morning from the bubble girl as she checks in uh, from email in that leprechaun costume. My goodness, has it already been a year, bubble girl? Thanks for the email, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.